<laughs> What's going down, man? How are you guys? What up, what up, what up, though? It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. We in the building. His ghetto point of view. Bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews with just a twist of his ghetto point of view. So... How's everybody doing first and foremost before I start, you know, going crazy? Cause I can I can I can come out the gate smoking. It, oh excuse me. This is his got a point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is got a point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. This is got a point of view. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. He's got a point of view. Alright, what's going down, y'all? It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. And, uh, yeah. I'm about to have a real intro song soon. Don't worry, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. Anyway, I hope y'all be doing great. This is, you know, the show where we get to it like none other do it. Get on the roll. Get on our stroll. Keep it going. Roll up. Scroll up. Hold up. Yeah. Get that money till it won't fall up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I hope y'all doing great. I hope y'all having a great day. I hope y'all having a wonderful, wonderful time out here. Despite all the craziness. Um, Despite all the madness. Despite all the loss of life. Despite all the sickness, despite all the the anxiety, the bills, the depression, the the anger, the arguments, the the retrogrades, despite it all, guys, I hope y'all, you know, trying to keep yourselves focused and keep your energy centered and, you know, just keep keep your life in a state of ever evolution, but stillness at the same time. Like like it's really that 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 line, that duality that you really gotta walk with. It's like, yo, I gotta keep moving and progressing forward through through time as things evolve, or I, I will slowly become a dinosaur and not be able to to see what's going on in the world around me. But at the same time, not letting the things as they evolve make you lose focus of the truly important and valuable things in life and not letting you lose focus of the principles of things either because things evolve on a, on a surface level, sometimes even maybe a level or two down. But if you really look at the principle of a lot of things in life, a lot of our basic necessities, food, water, shelter, have stayed. You know, what we eat, where we eat, how we eat, how we live, where we live, um, the things we drive, the things, the way we dress, uh, the way we communicate with one another, the way we interact, the the type of jobs and gigs we do, that all that stuff has changed. The type of businesses we run, all that's changed. The way we invest, the way we grow our money, the way we earn money, the way we save money, all those things are evolving, but the need to do those things is still there. So... Never get lost in the in the in the in the kerfluffle, as I like to call it, the kerfluffle. You know what I'm saying? The the shiny veneer, the gloss over, like the the principles of things. Those stay consistent over time. That's a lesson I learned from somebody 
Well, unfortunately, I don't even talk to as much as anymore. Very sad story. And I'll probably kick to y'all one day, man. Very sad, very sad story. But that's one thing that that individual told me that has stayed with me and it's very much held true. Um, you know, times change, the people change, but the principles behind things generally stay very much the same. Um, unless there's a huge drastic shift. And uh, when you see the principles of things changing, that's when you know you put your antennas up. But uh, generally, the principles of things stay the same. We all have basic needs. And those needs, while how we take care of them have changed, those general needs have not. So just something to think about, gang. But uh, as always... Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Sundays and Wednesdays is when we get to it. You know how we do it. It ain't nothing to it. Stuff is crazy out here in these streets, man. Uh, two sanitation workers rescued a kidnapped child um, while they were just out and about on a route. Out and about on a route. <laughs> hey, put a B behind it. I and about on a route. Get it out and about on a route. Hey, hey, out and about on a route. Ay, ay, ay. Nah, I'm playing. But uh, check it out. According to ABC News, kidnapped ten-year-old saved by two sanitation workers on pickup route. The workers spotted the car in a field and blocked it in. Uh, and this is just a story from February 9th. Um, yeah, two, two Louisiana sanitation workers are being held as heroes for saving a 10-year-old girl who had been abducted from a family's member's home. The girl, Jalisa LaSalle, had been missing from the family member's new Iberia home. Sunday between, I didn't even know there was a new Iberia. Where, where's the old Iberia? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> between 1 and 2 p.m., according to the new Iberia Police Department, Investigators initially believed she was in imminent danger and an amber alert detailing a gray 2012 Nissan Ultima that Jalissa had been last seen getting into was issued in the middle of the night. An amber alert, for those that don't know, uh, is like when they put out that all points bulletin, everybody look out for so-and-so, she was picked up in a blue Nissan Ultima license plate, ah, 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 ooh, ooh, ooh. With a person with a, she was wearing blue, blue, blue hat, gray sweater, green, green jeans, and blue sneakers, whatever, man. You know, she looked like a bag of Skittles. Anybody with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mean to make it like any of the situation, but that's generally how an Amber Alert is put out. Um, yeah, this is crazy. So, article continues, Pelican Waste Debris Workers Dion Merrick and Brandon Antoine, two brothers, shout to them. Knew something was amiss when they spotted a silver sedan in the middle of a field about 20 miles in St. Martin Parish while on their trash pickup route on Monday morning. Something told me. I said, what's that car off doing off in, in a field like that? Merrick said in a video posted to Facebook Live. <clears throat> they then used the garbage truck to block the car from escaping and called the pol call police. Merrick said, I blocked the truck in, making sure he couldn't get out. That's that's dope, man. That's really dope. Shout out to these brothers right here. After a responding officer commended the men for their actions, Merrick began to tear up. 
she's safe right now. Merrick said, adding that he has a little girl of his own. Damn, that's that's real, real ish. So it's like you, you know, you could put yourself in the, in that parent's shoes. It's like, you know, maybe you you would risk your life, you know, to to get people like that out of your community, and that's that's a beautiful thing. Pelican CEO Roddy Mathern praised the, his employees in a statement to ABC News. We couldn't be prouder of Dion and Brandon Mathern said in the email. In fact, all of our Pelican Waste team have been heroically working without fail during the pandemic quietly, professionally, and consistently serving the communities where we collect garbage and degree. They often respond in other, in other ways while on the road. This was an exceptional thing that may very well have saved a little girl's life. Mm-mm-mm. And they say Mark Michael Serial, 33, is charged with aggravated kidnapping of a child and failure to register as a sex offender. Oh, Info courtesy of the Iberia Parish Jail. And the video suspect Michael Serial can be seen leading. Let, being led away from the silver sedan by police at one point he could be heard shouting why are you doing this to me he is an acquaintance of one of the girl's family members abc lafayette louisiana affiliate katc reported serial of new iberia is currently being held at the iberia parish jail without bond on charges of aggregated kidnapping of a child and failure to register as a sex offender according to online jail records he is listed on the new iberia sex offender database for a conviction of carnal knowledge of a juvenile. What? Crazy. Crazy, crazy. It is unclear whether Serial has retained an attorney. The child has evaluated was evaluated by medical personnel after she was found, according to the Louisiana State Police. A photo shared on the sanitation company's Facebook page following the rescue shows her posing next to Merrick and Antoine. The investigating is the investigation is ongoing, police said. Crazy. Those truckers, those those dudes deserve some type of award, some type of GoFundMe need to be set up, something. And of course, they didn't do it for any money or whatever. But like, just the fact that any a situation like that could could have went left at any moment. They put their lives on the line. They didn't have to do that. And you know, for the for the company to get all of the attention and the and the fanfare and the glamour. While they just get a thank you and a pat on the back, while you know I get it, whatever that's that's the way business tends to work. It's not the way business should work, and if we can, we should you know intervene as people who see things like that. You know what I mean? Hopefully, somebody around them sets up a GoFundMe for them, so they can get like some type of award for that type of chivalry needs to be made, or maybe the the city or the mayor, the city or something, get a Makita, the city, you know what I mean? Something, some type of accommodation like that's. That's a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? They didn't think of themselves. They were selfless parents in their own right. And they they put them they really put themselves to the test. And if we had more people like that in our communities, our communities would be better places, like real rap. So I really applaud and salute those two gentlemen. Like that's that's dope. That's dope. And uh yeah, uh, you know, if that dude was doing what they say he was doing. You know, he going to get whatever they feel come to him. And that's that. So. And uh, other news. Um, you know, Super Bowl just passed. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tom Brady 
being the quarterback, you know, transferred over from the Patriots to come play for the Buccaneers and led them all the way to the Super Bowl in the same year that the Super Bowl would be played on their home turf. And I believe this is like the first time in history that's been done, or this is one of the very few rare times that that's been done in history. So shout and salute to him for that. But he may actually owe a ton of the credit to his wife um, in a actually a classic article that I found. Um, <clears throat> this is really interesting and dope. And uh, please let me know how you feel about this, guys, at his ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. H I S G H E T T O. His ghetto point, P O I N T of O F view, V I E W. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. And you can also catch me at HGPOV show on Instagram. His ghetto point of view on Instagram. His ghetto POV on Instagram. Any of those, you can catch me. And um, feel free to leave me a DM, man. Questions, comments, articles you think I should check out, look over. Uh, any artists you think I should check, any movies, um, I'm, I'm here for it all, and I appreciate all the love and all the positive energy, um, and if you haven't done so, of course, please make sure that you set your notifications, so whatever platform you're on, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Anchor, etc., you get you getting the word, you get a notification, really appreciate it, so... Tom Brady, CBN News, of course, all people, it's a, it's a right wing, uh, shut up. CBN News reports that Tom Brady says his wife is a good witch and her rituals help him win. But there's more going on here. Dum, dum, dum. And uh, quarterback Tom Brady shocked attendees at a charity event in Boston after informing the crowd his wife uses witchcraft before his games. Brady, who recently won his seventh Super Bowl ring, I'm updating the article. This was last year, so this says sixth, but I'm going to update the article. Seventh Super Bowl ring told the crowd his wife is a self-proclaimed witch. While getting his playoff beard shaved at, for charity at Gillette's World Shaving Headquarters, Brady said, you know, I've learned a lot from my wife over the years. She always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills it so much. She always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills it so much. Brady said in the CBS Boston video, which is attached here to the article. So she put together a little altar for me so I can bring with so I can bring with pictures of my kids. And I have these little special stones and healing stones and protection stones. And she has me wear this necklace and take these drops she makes. And I say all these mantras. And I stopped questioning her a long time ago. Let me say that one more time for the people. What are you talking about? Don't talk about so pretty like so pretty good football player for the She always makes a little altar for me at the game because she just wills it so much. Forward a bit, she put together a little altar for me so that for me that I can bring with pictures of my kids and I have these little special stones. Who is this nigga Thanos? Mm. 
This nigga think he Thanos. And she has me wear this necklace and take these drops she makes. And I say all these mantras. And I stopped questioning her a long time ago. As the audience laughed, Brady went on to share how he goes to his wife for predictions. This is a real conversation that Tom Brady had, y'all. About four years ago, we were playing the Seahawks, and she said, you better listen to me. This is your year, but this is all the things you're going to have to do to win. And I did all those things, and by God, you know it worked, Brady said. I'll repeat that. About four years ago, we were playing the Seahawks, and she said, you better listen to me. This is your year, but this is all the things you're going to have to do. And I did all those things, and by God, you know, it worked. In the accompanying video, he shares his wife. He shares his wife, famous supermodel Giselle Bunchkin, told him he's lucky he, ma he married a good witch. His wife, Giselle Bunchkin, told him he's lucky he married a good witch. Apparently, Bunchkin's rituals are not only spirit—not the only spiritual element the Bradys dabble in for success. In a New York Times interview in 2015, Brady said his family has space for multiple faiths, stating, I think we're into everything, and I don't know what I believe. I think there's a belief system. I'm just not sure what it is. Also in 2015, it was reported by the USA Today, Brady kept a four-inch bronze idol of the Hindu goddess Ganesh in his locker. The idol is said to be the remover of obstacles in the Hindu faith. The Christian perspective on witchcraft. Okay, we're not going to go here. But uh, this is an interesting article nonetheless. Really interesting article, gang. I mean, it's really crazy. I would highly recommend you check it out. It's on CBN News. Tom Brady says his wife is a good witch. And if you don't want the, you know, the Catholic article, you know, it's got the USA Today article link and an interview he did for the New York Times in 2015, as well as a bunch of really dope data in here. So definitely highly recommend it. It's a really dope read. This your boy Phantom Fuego. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, gang. I will be right back. This is his got a point of view, bringing you the news, views, previews, and reviews. But with just a twist of his got a point of view. Ooh, yeah.
<laughs> yeah, gang, we back, we back. Thank you so much as always for rocking. It's really appreciated. Ain't gonna take up too much time. Let me jump right back into it. Crazy, 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 crazy. Manasa Guan, Manasa Guan, Manasa Guan. Yeah, I think I should do a reggae album. No, I'm just playing. No disrespect to the people who really do that. Like, shout to Kofi. She's absolutely amazing. This is the Kalanji. It's one of my all-time favorites. Capleton. Um, Jack Cure. <sighs> I mean, so many, man. I've, I've really like a lot of them. Elephant Man. Um, of course, who doesn't like a little Shaggy, a little Sean Paul? Um, I mean, there's, there's just so many I like. You know, I, I like, you know, other stuff too, like Soka, Michael Montano. Um, yeah, man, I, I really like a lot of reggae music, man. Uh, it's good music, you know, it's good music. Um, yeah, but uh, lately it's been a lot of coffee. It's definitely been a lot of coffee. It's definitely been a lot of coffee. Um, she's really dope. She's... I think she's 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 gonna put the next generation on her back. She's really dope. A lot of the collabo she's been doing, bringing a lot of the older acts back out on records with her. That's really dope, and it only shows you know that she appreciates where the culture's coming from and where it's going. And you see that a lot in the the reggae music community. You'll see a lot of those artists do a lot of collaboration. It's really good music, and it's it's really dope. That they do that. You know who's been doing that a lot in hip-hop? The Griselda dudes. And I hope that they continue to do that. Because I feel like the type of... Especially the type of music they do. It fits perfect. That that vibe. You know? They're almost like stepping through a time portal every time they drop a record. So. Good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah, and so in other news, guys, uh, not that this should be like a uh, shocker to uh, anybody uh, who's aware of, uh, you know, the foods that they serve in this country, but um, there's unfortunately a report of uh, toxic baby food uh, knowingly being sold. Um, it's a congressional news report that just came out a few days ago. It's like insane. It's like a bombshell report. And, uh, congressional report reveals manufacturers knowingly sold toxin-tainted baby food. This is what happens when you let the food and chemicals companies, not the FDA, decide whether food is safe to eat. I don't know about that statement, but you know, because the FDA hasn't always had the most glowing or the shiniest perspective on things either. But uh, let's see what this says here. Uh, leading baby food manufacturers are selling knowingly and without warning unsafe baby products contaminated with dangerous levels of toxic heavy metals that can cause serious and often irreversible damage to infant brain development, according to a new congressional investigation that is generating renewed calls for greater regulation of the industry. Uh, dangerous levels of toxic metals 
like arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury exist in baby foods at levels that exceed what experts and governing bodies say are permissible. Representative Raja Krishnamurthy, a Democrat from Illinois, chairman of the House, of, the House Subcommittee on Economic and Consumer Policy, which conducted the investigation, told CNN on Thursday. And this is a report just from a few days ago, gang. So this is crazy. We know that in a lot of cases, we should not have anything more than single-digit parts per billion of any of these metals in our foods. Krishna these, and I apologize if I'm slaughtering this dude's name, Krishna Morthy added, yet evidence provided by manufacturers shows that some baby foods contain hundreds of parts per billion. So in contrast to uh, single-digit parts per billion, hundreds of parts per billion, I imagine would be quite... A substantial amount. The report of PDF is based on an analyst analysis. Oh, I wasn't supposed to read PDF. <laughs> Forgive me, gang. The report is based on an analysis of data provided by some of the nation's largest manufacturers of baby food, both organic and conventional. Out of the seven companies asked to participate, only four cooperated with the investigation. The subcommittee's investigations revealed that manufacturers knowingly sell tainted baby food to the unsuspecting parents in spite of internal company test results showing high levels of toxic heavy metal. And without any warning labels whatsoever, Krishna Morthy said in a statement, Scott Farber, Senior Vice President for Government Affairs at the Environmental Working Group, said that this is yet another example of the Food and Drug Administration's failure to protect our families from the chemicals and contaminants in food. This is what happens, Farber added, when you let food and chemical companies, not the FDA, decide whether our food is safe to eat. Arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury are heavy metals that the FDA and the World Health Organization, also known as the WHO, have declared a human health hazard. Mm -mm -mm. Particularly for babies and toddlers who are most vulnerable to their neurotoxic effects. Neurotoxic mean, you know, toxicity of the brain which includes brain damage, yep, they said it right there, behavioral impairments, so it's going to mess up how they behave, it's going to have, like, have kids have bad behavior, and you know, that's something that's never really talked about enough, and enough studies, there's not enough real deep work done on that, is in the developmental ages, how the type of food we be feeding these kids can really have drastic effects on their behavior, like, you can have kids have bad behavior just because of the food they consume or the water they drink. They say that the kids in Flint, Michigan, have insane behavior problems over the past past 10, 10 to 15 years because of how bad the water was. And just think about that in contrast to the $60 million settlement that they just came to with that whole city and all the people who've ever been affected by that. That $60 million is nowhere enough for all the kids who grew up and have insanely bad behavioral issues can't sit still in a classroom, can't, you know, can't behave regular, have violent outbursts, you know, panic attacks, anxiety, depression, what have you, just because of the type of water they were conditioned to drink. Water so bad that it would burn their skin off when they just try to take a shower. They got to drive a town or two over just to freaking bathe in family, in their family's residences before school in the morning. Like, just think about having to live like that in America having to still pay taxes and still go to work and still pay your rent, but live like that here in America. It's crazy, and it's, and it's well-documented. You know what I mean? If y'all ever seen that girl, there's a girl, there's the Flint girl, 
Like you see her her Instagram page. If you go to uh, Little Miss Flint, like she literally grew up for like 10, 12 years with the water being disgusting. Like, just think about that. This girl grew up her entire life with disgusting putrid water. How that affected her, how that affected her family, all her kinfolk, cousins, sisters, nieces, their mental stability, they they mental acuity, how what they potential could have been, how they could have, how tall they could have been, how strong they could have been, how smart they could have been. Not saying they're not smart, strong, and all those things already, but it could have capped their potential. It could have capped their potential. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is disgusting. So the article continues, no level of exposure to these metals has been shown to be safe in vulnerable infants. Linda McCauley, Dean of the Nell Hodgkin Woodrow School of Nursing at every Emory University and an expert in environmental health effects, told the New York Times Thursday, even in low levels of exposure to toxic heavy metals in danger, even low levels of exposure to toxic heavy metals endanger infant neurological development, duh, and long-term brain function. So this is not just the issue of what it can have short-term effects on them and make the baby sick while he's little. These things are having long-term effects on how these children develop and grow over t- long-term. You know, if you, you got a kid that has having problems in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and you know, you grew, they grew up in an environment where the water was bad or the food was bad or they had, they didn't really have the best things to eat for breakfast in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Those things really do affect your child's growth, your child's development, how strong their bones are, how 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 much they can sit and focus in class. Like all of that is real. All of that is really real. Like this is this is crazy. Despite the risk they pose, the FDA does not set limits on heavy metals specifically for baby foods, except for arsenic and rice cereal. Because those that don't know rice in your stomach, you know, it can turn into arsenic, um, you know, so they got to keep the level, uh, it, it, uh, as it digests, the arsenic uh, builds up, so they got to keep the levels of that down. That's crazy, though, that they don't regulate this and have levels on the the amount of metals you could put in baby food. I guess because they would think that the people who make baby foods, like Gerber, like like Beech Nut, like I guess they would think that they would, you know, you dealing with babies, so you you would try to do this, you know, from a from a place of, of warmth and caring and tenderness in your heart, because you're going to get to the bag anyway. So at least give the kids good food, but I guess not, right? So allegedly as the article reports anyway, but this is a scathing, this is a, this is a Repub- this is a representative of Congress who dropped this report. So, you know, they did thorough research. When the people in Congress, when your representatives and your Congress people, and when they want to do work, when they want to really put that, put that pen to use and when they want to show you what the government, how, how the government should and can work for the people, they can do miraculous things. The problem is they're not put to the fire enough to do those things. They're not put to, they're not held to task. They're allowed to just sit around and just work directly with a lot of lobbyists. For those that don't know, the lobbyists is the people that just wine and dine them and, you know, buy them all nice type, all type of nice gifts, allegedly take them on nice trips, allegedly take them to the strip clubs and to the, to the steakhouse and to the cigar lounges 
into the wineries and, you know, wine them and dine them and get them to vote the way they want them to vote or get them to not vote the way they want them to not vote. Sometimes you can't get a senator or a representative to not to 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 not vote against something, but you can get them to just be absent that day, call out sick. Just something to think about. So uh, this is crazy. This is an endemic problem. That's been swept under the rug and never addressed. Tracy Woodruff, director of health, director of the Re- the program on reproductive health and environment at the University of California, San Francisco, told the Times. It speaks to the many areas that we need government to be active in. She said it, adding, consumers can't figure it out on their own. They kind of. I mean, listen, the baby stuff is 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 not a joke, man. You want people to have as much honest information. And if they're saying that the companies are not even putting the honest information on the labels, that's that's disgusting. And that means, yeah, you need to have more oversight. You need to have people in there checking more consistently. And you need to have government laws regulating the amount of metals that these things can have. Because that's, that's crazy. That's, wow. I mean, just imagine how many kids could be like have lead poisoning or something. And it'd be because of the baby food they was eating, not because of the building they was living in or they'd be lead paint in the wall. Like you imagine if you sued a landlord talking about, oh, your kid got lead paint poisoning, your kid got lead poisoning for real. And it wasn't from lead paint, it was from the lead food. That's crazy. But goddamn, it might be real. Truth is stranger than fiction sometimes, man. Jeez, the truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. This article is crazy. The story continues. The subcommittee distilled its findings, uh, which applied to to organic as well as conventional products, into four key points. Number one, top baby foods are tainted with dangerous levels of inorganic arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury. Top baby foods. We know what the top baby food brands is. Top baby food brands. Industry self-regulation failed to protect consumers as manufacturers set set their own dangerously high internal standards for toxic heavy metals. Manufacturers routinely ignore internal standards and continue to sell products with higher heavy metal levels. Manufacturers' prevalent practice of only testing their ingredients is concealing higher levels of toxic metal and finished baby foods. Craziness. Craziness. I mean, the four companies that complied with the subcommittee's request for internal documents and tests Results were Nurture Incorporated, which sells family and family organics, including baby food under the name Happy Baby Beech Nut Nutrition. Hain Celestine Group, which sells baby food under the brand name Earth's Best Organic and Gerber. The following three companies were condemned by the subcommittee for refusing to cooperate with the subcommittee's investigation which might be obscuring the presence of even higher levels of toxic metals in their baby food products than their competitors. Campbell's Soup Company, which sells baby foods under the 
brand name Plum Organics. Walmart, which sells baby foods under through its private brand Parents' Choice and Sprout Foods Incorporated. Bro, what the fuck? These, these are the companies people trust. They trust their children's lives to. Like, you don't even think about it when you pop open a can of chicken noodle soup with a soda on the side. Let it rain. Clear it out. Let it rain. Clear it out. Let's get it. 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 But, like, seriously, guys, you don't even think about that when you are entrusted. Like, you really be entrusting your children's lives to people when you pop open a can of food or you pop open a pack of something they prepared and you heat it up or you prepare it, you pop it in your microwave, you are saying that you trust them to take care of your child's life. It's, it's crazy like that, man. And these companies are clearly showing they could give a damn less. And so they saying the top companies, and these are the companies that participated, and they saying Campbell's and Walmart and Sprout Foods didn't participate, and they think it's because they're hiding possibly higher levels, higher levels. And these motherfuckers got the nerve to have the name organic, organic in their food that they selling your family because they know it's all marketing. And if they write the name organic on something, you're going to buy it for a higher price. Whether they prove it's organic or not. This shit crazy. Like, part of my friends today, gang, but this is crazy. They messing with people's kids, man. They messing with people's kids, man. They messing with people's kids, man. Like, I've, like, 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 I've been, every single store you go into, these things is all across the shelves. Like, wow, man. The article goes on to say, as the Times reported, representatives of Walmart and Campbell Soup disputed the characterization, saying the companies have responded to requests for the information, although they acknowledged they did not provide testing data. Sprout did not respond to a request for comment. According to the report, representatives from Hine, which makes Earth's best organic, gave a secret presentation to the FDA on August 1st, 2019, Though it was ignored by the Trump administration, the company revealed that the corporate policies to test only ingredients, not final products, underrepresent the levels of toxic heavy metals in baby foods. Mm. So they test the ingredients and not the final product because the ingredients themselves may have moderate levels of toxicity. But when they put all those ingredients together, the combined level of toxicity may fail the test. They trying to trick the system, yeah? Herb's Best Organic, that's another... Yo, I'm disgusted reading this auto... Bro! <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck, man? And 100% of the high baby foods tested, inorganic arsenic levels were higher in the baby food than the company estimated they would be based on the individual ingredient testing. Inorganic arsenic was between 28 and 93% higher in the finished product. Like, that's a big gap. 
It's see, 28, how you be between 28 and 93%? That's like, yo, the cops is outside looking for, uh, what, we're looking for a black, black male, like possibly light to dark skin, five foot nine to six foot six. What the, <laughs> yo, you looking for, oh, uh, yeah, hairstyle is between a uh, Caesar and dreadlocks long down his back, uh, wearing between a white or brown shirt and black to white pants and white to dark jet black sneakers anybody who has seen anybody matching this description wearing glasses or not and a scully or a snapback baseball cap or a dad cap or no hat at all anyone with any information on this nigga here what are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is his ghetto point of view, y'all. Where we can give the news, views, previews, and reviews. Where the twist is just his ghetto point of view. Oh, no. The f- <laughs> These niggas said, we looking for everybody. Everybody, everybody. This said, they said the inorganic arsenic was between 28 and 93% higher in the finished products. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is disgusting, man. This, this presentation made clear that the ingredient testing is inadequate and that only final product testing can measure the true danger posed by baby foods. I would think that's a no-brainer anyway. I'm not even a cook or nothing like that. I would just think that's a no Brain, I would think that that's something that everybody would agree to, right? Like, yo, we can't, nah, like, if you have a salad and it has carrots and lettuce, tomatoes, spinach, cucumbers, green peppers, red peppers, holland peppers, etc. You know what I'm saying? You got all those ingredients together. If I want to know how it's going to taste, I got to taste uh, at least a couple of those ingredients put together. If I want to know what the caloric intake is going to be like, uh, you know, how much, how much, how fatty this thing is. I got to know it with all of that together because I'm going to consume it all. I don't understand. People are crazy. I don't understand. So we're going to test the individual ingredients. But even if you tested the individual, so you didn't add it up. <laughs> like, and this is Earth's best organics, y'all. <sighs> the presentation made clear that ingredient testing is inadequate, of course. Charlotte Brody, National Director of Healthy Babies Bright Futures, said that the report's compelling new evidence lays bare the FDA's clear failure to protect the babies from the toxic, heavy level metals in their foods. Like Babies, y'all. While the FDA studies the problem, the company set lacks internal standards. That means they not lazy as lazy, like letting just anything pass, y'all. Brody added, millions of babies are exposed to these contaminants every day. It is time to set up and finally take clear action. Krishnamurthy, 
who told the Times that the FDA has been AWOL, a wild one loose, pretty much not, you know, not responding, you know, not there, not present, not on the job, and has completely put its head in the sand and like an ostrich and done and not done anything to regulate the industry plans to introduce legislation to improve regulatory oversight of baby food manufacturers. Why? It's because somebody had to throw y'all way under the bus and shine a light on y'all first before y'all decided to take care of the babies, take care of, of babies, babies. So that just shows you that the people at FDA do not feed their children none of the stuff that was that's not being regulated and checked. Because these are most likely very well-to-do, very affluent people. They might not be rich, but they live in very nice high-end lives, probably have food budgets and all that. And you know, they making sure their kid is not eating none of that stuff that they allow to go through with all these high levels of toxic waste in it, high levels of high toxicity levels of all type of metals. They wouldn't feed their kid none of this. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. Hundred dollars. Guarantee it. They don't feed their kid none of this. And also guarantee you that allegedly they probably all in on the take from all of these companies, which is why they have such lax regulations. The F, somebody from Gerber, somebody from Beechnut, somebody from Earth's Best, somebody from all these companies is Walmart, somebody from all these companies is cutting checks to the people at the FDA and a bunch of these regul these other regulatory committees. So nobody checks in on this because to, this is this these are huge multi-billion dollar glow, some of these global companies. There's no way that people would not know these things are going on. So the only way you can keep these type of secrets is, as I was saying, is if you get these people and put them in your pocket and you get up in their pocket by cutting them checks and doing nice things for them and having your lobbyists take care of them, make sure that their bills is paid for, their kids get to go to school, there's wings at their school and they honoring all that and the schools is thinking they paying for that, but little do they know it's because of this, they got this connection with this pharmaceutical company or they they got connections with these agricultural businesses and they're making sure that the laws get passed to let these people do whatever they want. And the less regulation they have, the cheaper that they can produce stuff and the more money they can make, they can have bigger profits on stuff because it costs, may not cost more at the, at the, at the mass they do things. It, it doesn't really, it, it, like at the mass, they do things. It, it can't even cost that much more to do things the right way. They, they, people is just fucking evil, man. People is just fucking evil, man. And I'm, 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 tired, of, I'm tired of the excuses for it sometimes. People are just evil, man. Like why the FDA, while the FDA studies the problems in companies that lacks internal standards. <sighs> man. Subcommittee made several recommendations. Mandatory testing that baby food manufacturers should be required by the FDA to test their finished products for toxic heavy metals, not just their ingredients. Labeling. Manufacturers should be by, required by FDA to report the level of toxic heavy metals on baby food. Like, why the fuck is it? Like, I've seen the ingredients of, of baby food. It'd be like carrots, green peas. Spaghetti. It don't say nothing about arsenic, lead. <laughs> Man, like voluntary phase out of toxic ingredients. I mean, why they're using toxic? 
they should voluntarily phase why would you make that voluntary mandatory you see that's when you're gonna have mandatory testing but not a mandatory phase out of the toxic ingredients like that's like that's the whole issue Ain't that the whole issue? Like, I'm not understanding this. Um, manufacturers should voluntarily find substitutes for ingredients that are high in toxic metals or phase out products that have high amounts of ingredients that frequently test high in toxic heavy metals, such as rice. FDA standards. FDA should set maximum levels of toxic heavy metals permitted in baby foods. One level for each Metal should apply across all baby foods, and the level should be set to protect babies against the neurological effects of toxic heavy metals. And parental vigilance, parents should avoid baby foods that contain ingredients testing high in toxic heavy metals, such as rice products. Instituting recommendations one through four will give parents the information they need to make informed decisions that to protect their babies. Why y'all sell this shit in the stores? Why don't why y'all selling this shit in the stores? Why y'all selling this shit in the stores? Like and it'd be so crazy because you have these these you know you have a lot of moms out here who's on the go who's trying to work and also be a mom or like you know the moms that don't really aren't really, you know, into making their own foods and stuff, won't sit there and puree their child some baby food. They'll pop a can of Gerber and crack, pop a can, and they expecting this to be good. Like, they give you different levels of food for your kid and the beech nut. They got the snacks and the earth's organic. Like, what the fuck? Like... Like, this story is disturbing on so many levels, y'all. Like, this is disgusting. Like, these companies get to get away with this stuff. And if a motherfucker be like, yo, that's disgusting. They 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 potentially destroying people's baby's future. They destroying your, like, your children. They could be ruining your child's legacy, ruining your family legacy because your child didn't come out as smart or as strong, as swift as he could have came out. And yeah, your child was still alright, but your child could have been so much more. Like these people are really playing with your family. Like your child could have like problems with behavior or something because of the high levels of metals and how that reacted to your child. Like they really playing with people's families. I hope companies will commit to making safer baby. What? You hope. When do we come to arresting niggas? When do we come to arresting niggas? Regardless, it's time that we develop much better standards for the sake of future generations. I don't give a fuck about future generations, man. Yo, and I'm really sorry. I'm I'm really loose with it today, guys. This is. Stuff like this really irritates me, man. Like this, this is, 
this is crazy because these companies, these companies, they have the wherewithal to do the right thing. They just, they are purposefully doing the wrong thing, purposefully doing the wrong thing while covering it up with the illusion of being right, with the illusion of being right. Purposefully doing the wrong thing and covering it up with the illusion of being right. The illusion, yeah. So, for sure. I look forward to the FDAs. Man, this is crazy, crazy, crazy. This article is from Common Dreams. Common Dreams. This is a great, great work. This is insane. That is really disturbing. That's really crazy. I don't. Man, I don't know what to say behind that. That's crazy. Like, think about that. They talking about pretty much all the main food, the top, all of the top food brands. And the only ones they didn't definitely have information on is because they didn't. They know that they got worse levels. And get, guys, I'll read off these companies again. Just in case, I'll read off these companies again, guys. Congressional report reveals manufacturers knowingly sold toxin-tainted baby foods is the name of the article. Congressional report reveals manufacturers manufacturers knowingly sold toxin-tainted baby food. So maybe if you just look up toxin-tainted baby food, congressional report, this article will come up. Toxic baby food, y'all. Just Google toxic baby food report, and I'm sure it'll come up. This is crazy. This is insane. This is insane. This is disgusting. And these be the people that be acting like, you know, they got your family best interest at heart. They here to take care of you, and you, you, you don't know what you're doing. Beach nut. Nurture Inc., which sells family organics, including baby foods under the brand name Happy Baby. Beach Nut, Haynes Celestial, which sells baby foods under the brand Earth's Best Organic. And Gerber. The following companies didn't come, which suggests that they have higher levels of toxic metals and they're trying to hide it. Campbell's Soup which produces baby food under Plum Organics, P-L-U-M Organics. Walmart, which sells baby food through the private brand Parents' Choice and Sprout Foods, Inc., two Walmart brands. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sprout Foods is separate. My fault, yeah, my fault. But, like, damn. In 100% of the Hain baby food tested, inorganic arsenic levels were h- higher than the in the finished baby food than the company estimated they would be based on individual ingredient testing. Individual arsenic was between 28 and 93. Inorganic arsenic was between 28 and 93% higher in the finished products. 
And this was 100% of the time, y'all. 100% of the time. Haynes Celestial, which does Earth's best organic. Top baby food brands are tainted with dangerous levels of inorganic arsenic, lead, cadmium, and mercury. Inorganic at that. So they making this in the lab. And calling it organic. This is disgusting, gang. We're going to take a quick break. It's your boy, Phantom Fuego. This is his ghetto point of view. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe to the show. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Sundays and Wednesdays is when we get it in. And this is the type of stuff we talk about. And this is the type of stuff, the type of information that community needs to know. If none of you knew about this situation, if you got friends that's feeding your kids any of these baby foods, they really have to stop and really evaluate if it's worth it, the convenience is nice and it's great and I think you know there's government subsidies for programs for girls like Wick and stuff so they could get these baby foods and look at this these are the foods that the government will subsidize for your child to eat like just think about that they'll give they'll give children in the in black and brown communities when it is a scientific fact that 70 to 80 percent of these kids is lactose intolerant they'll give these kids cow's milk and make the parents feel like the cow's milk is the best thing for them. And now you got a disconnect between the younger generations who want to start using the almonds and the plant-based products. And they older parents that's like, nah, you just being ritzy, ritzy. This is the best for you. So it's always this old versus young thing happening. When the youth is really right on this one thing, we wrong on a lot. But this one, you know, the, the vegan... It, it, it really is the best with how they're preparing food. Now, look at this. Look at this. This is disgusting. They doing this to babies, y'all. They doing this to fucking babies. They don't care about a soul. They don't care about a goddamn soul. These is government organizations led by the people that we vote in nationally this affects babies of every skin color the only babies that don't generally don't get affected by stuff like this is babies of holistic parents who will make them food from from scratch whatever regardless of the of the race creed color or financials and really rich parents who got private chefs and can afford the best of the best food to be prepared from scratch for their children. That's it. Parents who live, you know, off the grid or, you know, a little off kilter or just a different lifestyle and like to make things organically for their kids, whether they farmers or just, you know, just people who live a holistic lifestyle or the very wealthy. 80% of people, 90% of people will get caught in this. What the fuck is this game? Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Wednesdays and Sundays is when we get to it. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe. 
Turn your notifications on so when we passing out good, helpful information like this, we can save the world. We can save the future, man. This is disgusting. They hope. Do you hear that? They hope that they will stop. These are senators. These are republic. These are House of Representatives people. Congressmen. They can get people locked up right now. They can get people locked up right now. We hope that they stop. We hope that they stop. And instead of it got it, we, we, we want a mandatory test, but it's voluntary for them to stop putting the stuff in there. So you just want to waste time and, and use taxpayer money to be up in their business. You just want to use taxpayer money to say, hey, I caught you. Cut me a check. Why wouldn't it be mandatory that they stop? This is crazy. I'm disgusted with this whole situation. I'm disgusted at the political leaders who know this is going on and let this rock. I'm disgusted with these businessmen who could make billions and trillions of dollars doing business the right way and just refuse to. I'm disgusted with this whole situation, man. And then it's inorganic. So they're not even poisoning our kids with regular metals. I'm taking a break, man. We'll be back. Yeah, gang, we back. So it's some interesting NBA news. Uh, Mavericks owner Mark Cuban had stated that the he had not intended to play the national anthem ahead of his game, stating that, uh, you know, that he felt that it would just cause people to want to kneel and, you know, uh, incite him. Protest and uh, how would he deal with the protesting? Um, he'd have to, of course, um, give the players the the right to protest, but didn't want to have to start that conversation just yet. Um, the league then came out and said, "Well, all the teams will be playing the national anthem," and uh, that includes you too, Mark. <laughs> so, uh, in an article, the NBA announces all teams will play. After the Mavs' decision, NBA reiterated his position Wednesday that all 30 teams are expected to play the national anthem before games. With NBA teams now in the process of welcoming fans back to the arenas, all teams will play the national anthem in keeping with long-standing league policy. A statement comes after Dallas Mavericks team owner Mark Cuban told the Atlantic that they would not play it. Um, yeah, that's, you a billionaire, but brother, we got more money than you. Ooh, that's a case of, listen, sit, if you don't sit your one team having ass down, we will shut you out the league. You don't think they will shut him out the league? I fully believe they will shut him out the league. But I think the players will rally behind him and appreciate the gesture he was trying to give for those players that, you know, are conflicted and how they feel about it, etc. Me, personally, my ghetto point of view, play the anthem. Who gives a damn about playing the anthem? The anthem ain't got nothing to do with the problems we having. I think it's kind of silly, but, you know, 
That's how that thing go. Also, the in other NBA news, the NBA is thinking about having the slam dunk contest in the halftime of the All-Star game, which A, I think is dope, but B, wouldn't that thing kind of hinder certain players from participating in both contests? Because, like, what if Zion want to be in the slam dunk contest? You know what I'm saying? How would he be in the slam dunk contest and the All-Star game? Then you would literally have to just limit that to certain players because, you know, being in the All-Star game is is enough on your body as it is. Then you're going to have to slam, try to catch crazy dunks after playing 10, 8, 10 minutes of an All-Star game? Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would work. So the article says, The NBA is moving forward with plans to hold the annual slam dunk contest during halftime of this year's All-Star game, which is scheduled to take place on Sunday, March 7th in Atlanta. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski also reported the three-point and skills competitions are expected to occur on the same evening as well. So this is going to consolidate everything to one day. All-Star plans have been adjusted due to the COVID-19 pandemic. This year's All-Star weekend was scheduled to take place in Indianapolis. The weekend was postponed. In November. I'm sorry, gang. The weekend was postponed in November uh, in favor of a break between the first and second halves of this year's regular season. Plans change, however, and now the league plans to hold a one-day all-star event in Atlanta. So they moved it from Indianapolis to Atlanta, holding an all-star event, which has been met with much resistance uh, with such stars as L.A. Lakers guard forward LeBron James, Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis, and... Sacramento Kings guard De'Aaron Fox expressing concerns. I have zero energy and zero excitement about an all-star game this year. James told reporters, I don't even understand why we're having an all-star game. James also called the decision, which was jointly made by the NBA and the MBPA, a slap in the face amid the ongoing pandemic. I'll be there physically, but not mentally, James added. Per Woj, the NBA and MBP, I mean, listen... Yeah, LeBron's one of the best players in the league. You still want to see him play in the All-Star game and all that. You know what I mean, what's the All-Star game without a LeBron? Of course. But, I mean, if this is how he's feeling, I mean, maybe it's time to let somebody else play. But I know that sounds blasphemous. How you going to have an uh, All-Star game without King James? Oh. I mean, if this is how he feels, man, you know, let somebody else play. I'll be there physically, but not mentally. Like, freak that. If there are plenty of players who would love to have his spot, let them have it. Per Woj, it was Adrian Wojnarowski, the NBA and NBPA are expected to announce final and formalized plans for a one-day All-Star event later this week. Wojnarowski also added details regarding transportation of players to and from Atlanta amid the pandemic. First half of the NBA schedule is set to conclude on Thursday, March 4th, with the All-Star festivities occurring three days later. The second half will begin Thursday, March 11th. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, makes sense, man. You know, they got to 
try to consolidate it. But, uh, you know, hopefully nobody gets hurt. Hopefully it all goes over well. Um, you know, because, uh, yeah, I mean, LeBron has a point. But I see the league's point, too, you know. We are in the business of playing games. And we're not going to cancel the All-Star game because, um, you know, it's a time and tradition. If we're going to have the season... We have it shortened and stuff. Let's have it, though. Let's do certain things differently and, uh, you know, with empathy and keeping things in mind. But, you know, let's why. Why not? So, you know, I understand both sides. His ghetto point of view says, let them have the goddamn all-star game. LeBron, you don't want to play. Keep your ass home. But let them have it. That's what I say. Let them have it. But yeah, what do y'all think though? His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. His ghetto point of view at gmail.com. Let me know what you think about it. And uh, lastly, in NBA news, the Knicks top $5 billion in Forbes list of 2021 NBA team values. The Warriors second and the Lakers came in third. So the Knicks. The never-winning Knicks are again at the top of the Forbes list when it comes down to value of the team. But, of course, that has to do with the fact that the Knicks or MSG also owns Madison, the Madison Square Garden building and has all those businesses inside the building, has the MSG network, the radio station, the television station. I think you also have the other teams that he owns, like the Liberty, the Islanders, and all that stuff. Uh, the New York Rangers, or I mean, rather. So when you put all that together, it's a very lucrative franchise. For the sixth straight year, the New York Knicks have topped Forbes' list of the most valuable NBA franchises and est- coming in at an estimated $5 billion. The Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Lakers, the Chicago Bulls, and Boston Celtics round out the top five. Uh, the Knicks have lost nearly 70% of their games over the past six seasons and won only one playoff series since 2000. They still have managed to regain to retain the number one spot. Forbes senior editor Kurt Bennett Badenhausen said, <laughs> "Say that's your five times fast. Uh, the team's valuation is largely a result of the one billion dollar renovation of Madison Square Garden, a blockbuster local TV deal, and the team's place in the largest and richest North American sports market." Yeah, I mean they got good real estate, beautiful facility, great arena. And, you know, that TV deal is huge and, you know, it's very lucrative. In other words, seven straight seasons without a playoff appearance hasn't hurt the team's valuation. In fact, the Knicks are just one of three teams that reached a $5 billion valuation benchmark. Joining the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Yankees, the Warriors, meanwhile, overtook the Lakers for the number two spot this season due to the opening of the billion-dollar Chase Center in 2020. As for overall team values, Baden-Hosen wrote, the average team value crept up to $2.2 billion from $2.1 billion last year, a 4% increase that is the smallest gain since 2010, which ended a three-year overall drop in values because of the economic fallout from the housing crisis. For comparison, it matches the rise in value of the MLB teams and trails 7% gain for the NFL. Yeah, so the longest short of it is, the Knicks are worth a lot of money. These dudes don't never have to win. <laughs> and if you want to buy them, 
It's $5 billion. So I guess they'll be losing for a long time. Because ain't no way somebody going to be paying for all that losing. I'm just saying. Just me. I personally wouldn't. Let me know what you're thinking. I know some Knicks fans out there talking about I'm speaking blasphemy. Don't be talking blasphemy about my Knicks. Shouts to O'Henny Cornelius when I was on his podcast the other day. He said I was bugging. Thought I was going to be a Knicks fan. He thought I was going to support. Listen, man, I feel like, you know, as a, as a New Yorker, it's kind of like something you have to do. Like, it's like, you know, like, it's like that, that cousin you don't really like to hang out with. You know, you're a little too wild or she a little too crazy. But, you know, you know, when family gatherings happen, you know, y'all all, all got to go out to eat together. You know, you try to show love, but then they start getting a little crazy when drinks start flowing. And, you know, you're ready to get in an Uber around 1030 in the evening, 1045. So, you know, the Knicks is like that cousin. They just can't hold their liquor and just start getting crazy. And, you know, you out of Buffalo Wild Wings by 1030, 1045-ish because, you know, it just <laughs> ain't worth the drama no more these days. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you so much for hanging in and vibing with me. I super appreciate it. Please make sure to like and subscribe to the show. If this was your first time listening in, I so, so appreciate you taking the time out to rock and vibe with us. Join our community. Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Wednesdays and Sundays is when we get it in. Hit that notification bell so you're alerted every time the show is posted a new episode. And, you know, whatever platform you're listening on, make sure you favorite it, like it, subscribe to it. And you're notified. Join our community. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you so much. Shout to AJ's Kitchen, always holding us down. And uh, a Tomb Raised Pantry for sending us over some amazing lotions. A Tomb Raised Pantry, uh, maker of cannabis infused topicals. These things are really great. This lotion is really good. Works on my joints, my hip, my knee, my shoulders. Man, man, man. I know I had a bunch of surgeries recently, so this thing really helps out. You got joint pain, you got muscle pain, you working out at the gym a lot, you beat up and bruised up after a lot, uh, big workout, you beat up and bruised up after a long day at the office, you work construction, you sitting at a console all day and it's just hurting your back and your legs and your knees, I promise you. Check out a Tomb Raise Pantry, A-T-U-M-R-E-Y-S Pantry. A Tomb Raised Pantry at Gmail. They also have a uh, Twitter, IG pages, Instagram, all that. Check them out. Uh, they're proudly in the NYC area, but I think they can do ins uh, countrywide orders. Uh, the website says for anything over 75 are free. So a uh, Tomb Raised Pantry, shout to them for sending me over some samples. Shout to AJ's Kitchen, always blessing us with the dope vegan foods. AJ's Kitchen at gmail.com and also check them out on Twitter and Instagram as well. And, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys. Love y'all so much. Please continue to support the show, paypal.me forward slash Phantom Fuego or Venmo Phantoms dash Fuego dash 42. Continue to support, continue to support, continue to support. We love it. We appreciate it. It goes so far, and it helps us to get this show rocking and evolving and growing to the next level. All because of you guys. You guys are so great, and uh, I couldn't do anything without this amazing audience. Continue to send me letters, his ghetto point of view at Gmail, or HGPOV show, or his ghetto point of view podcast on Instagram. Love you, gang. 
See you guys on Sunday. Peace.